All right, y'all, this is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. This is just going to be an update episode. I'll just be talking about the uh, game six matchup tonight between the Golden State Warriors and the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. We're going to talk a little bit about how we got here. Uh, we're also going to be talking about last night's action, uh, last night's game six action between the Spurs and the Nuggets as well. And then we're also going to be talking a Little bit, a little bit about the NFL draft that we had uh, last night going on as well. So let's just get started to it. Uh, let's just get into it, of course, uh, with the elephant in the room. Of course, the Clippers and the Warriors tonight, Game Six. This should be a good one. Uh, last, uh, the last game, of course, Game Five. Uh, the Clippers were able to steal that one. I don't know how, uh, but they were able to get that one, one twenty nine to one twenty one. Uh, of course, uh, the Golden State Warriors still lead that series three to two. Before the Warriors, I'm sorry, for the Clippers, they were led by Danilo Gallinari. He had 26.7 rebounds and, two, I'm sorry, two re, uh, two assists, excuse me. Uh, Lou Williams is always uh, being, he's been phenomenal throughout this entire series. Actually, he led uh, all Clipper scores with uh, 33 points, excuse me, 10 assists. He also had four rebounds. And of course, this is coming off the bench. Montrez Harrell also did his thing coming off the bench with 24 points and five rebounds. For the Warriors, uh, they were led by KD. He had 45 points, so pretty much actually a really good game from him 45 points six assists and also six rebounds Steph had 24 points four assists and also three rebounds as well and then Clay he had 22 points and three rebounds and also two assists uh for uh, some takeaways from this game though uh the Clippers did shoot 54 percent from the field they also shot pretty well from three as well so they stayed right up on Golden State again they've had uh, they had various leads throughout the game uh but the funny thing is uh Golden State uh they did lead by 15 late I I believe even going into that last quarter, uh, they went on a 30-point run or like a 27-point run, something like that. Uh, and they ended up out out rebounding. Well, actually, they did get out rebounded uh, by the uh, by the Clippers though, 42 to 39. Uh, so again, uh, a lot of a lot of good work on the glass from the Clippers. A lot of extra chance possessions, uh, and then on top of that, the uh, the sorry, LA scored 54 points in the paint. So they were a balanced offense. Not only did they score a lot uh, from the field, from, you know, from uh, from outside the paint, from three-point line, uh, they also scored right underneath the basket, which is really good for them too. Again, that's points and bunches we're talking about for the Clippers here. And uh, they never backed down. So we're going to be going into a, a very, very, um, Interesting situation going into tonight. Uh, of course, everybody's going to be going for Golden State to be the favorite. I think that's the betting favorite. I think that's the smart choice. Uh, but do not overlook LA, and uh, they're definitely at home. And I would not be surprised just just if Golden State just still just does not uh, really see these guys as a legit threat and drop even another game. Uh, but even with that being said, even if at the very at the very least uh, there's Game Seven, I just don't see the Clips pulling that one out. Uh, but I wouldn't want to go that far if I was the Warriors. I'd want to wrap this series up as soon as I can. Uh, you got to face uh, Houston. You've already taken a two, about two extra games in what you needed. Uh, so you don't want to waste any more time with these guys. Uh, moving on, we got the Nuggets and the Spurs. Uh, the Spurs were able to come get uh, get the comeback win last night. Uh, they got that one 120-103. The series is now tied 3-3. Three three. Uh, for the Nuggets, they were led by Joe uh, – I'm sorry uh, – 
Jokic, Nikola Jokic, he had 43 points, 12, 12 rebounds, and also nine assists. So he's continuing that great, uh, that he's continuing that great historic playoff pace. Uh, definitely like the 43 points. Uh, definitely showed up with 12 rebounds. Uh, again, he just did not have a whole lot of help uh, behind him. Uh, his, sec his second leading scorer was Jamal Murray. He had 16 points, six assists, and also three rebounds. Uh, for the Spurs, they were led by Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, he had 26 points. He had 10 rebounds and also five assists. Uh, DeMar DeRozan also had 25 points, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds. And Rudy Gay also did his thing with 19 points, 4 rebounds, and also 2 assists. Again, this is one of those games where, you know, uh, well, the game, well, it's kind of like, it's weird because the game, the, the, you know, the game before this one, uh, the Nuggets really came through. Uh, everybody showed up, even Will Barton. He had 17 points. Uh, this one, they just take another step back. Again, it's like one game, uh, they look good. The next game, they don't look so good. Again, this is probably just for the simple fact that uh, they don't really have any playoff experience, but uh, there's no real guarantee what they're gonna get, what you're gonna get from uh, them for the next game. Uh, the best thing for them is that they will be at home in the next game. Uh, again, they gotta go through one more game with Greg. Uh, I mean, through Greg, uh, Greg Popovich. Uh, it's a really unique coach in his own right. Uh, one of the best out there. Uh, and if anybody can outsmart the young, uh, promising. Uh, you know, Nuggets, of course, uh, with, uh, with I'm sorry, Nikola Jokic, it would have to be the Spurs. But uh, again, there's 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 factors going to get the Spurs against the Spurs, uh, like talent, uh, so on and so forth. So um, Denver and a lot of the teams match up uh, pretty well against the Spurs there. But it just looks like the Spurs just got a lot of good coaching behind them. So we'll see. It's going to be an interesting game tomorrow. Uh, I don't I don't have a favorite in that one. I really don't have a favorite in that one. Uh, but for now, y'all, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to be breaking down the NFL draft. I'll be talking about a few of my favorite picks of the draft. I'll be talking about a few picks that didn't make any sense. Uh, and then I'll also be talking about some winners and losers from day one. All right, y'all. So I'll be right back. All right, y'all, I am back. Like I said, I'm going to be wrapping this up. I'm going to be talking about the NFL draft. Of course, round one, uh, we had that last night. So I'm not going to be going over every pick of the, of the first round, uh, but I'll definitely be going over a few picks that really resonated with me, that really made sense. I'll also be going over a couple picks that made no sense to me, and then I'll be uh, going over some general winners and losers of the draft. Uh, so let's get right into it with three picks that made a very good sense to me, uh, starting with the, with the Pittsburgh Steelers at the number 10 spot. They picked up linebacker Devin Bush out of Michigan. Last year, he had 66 tackles, also eight and a half tackles for loss. He also had four and a half sacks. Uh, the good thing about him is he can cover and he can blitz as well. He's a phenomenal tack tackler. Uh, now, he's also a good replacement for Ryan, Ryan Shazier. And for those who might not know who that is, he was an up-and-coming linebacker uh, that the Pittsburgh Steelers drafted about a year or so ago out of Ohio State. He was strong, promising, uh, was putting up great numbers, but he happened to have a serious neck injury uh, that not only is going to keep him out of football for a while at least, uh, but also it was very um, it was damaging on just his quality of life anyways. But he is making some turnarounds, Ryan Shazier. He is getting healthy. Now the question is, can he play football? Uh, I don't know the answer to that now, but for now they do have a good, solid replacement for him in Devin Bush. So good pickup, good no-brainer pickup by the Pittsburgh Steelers here at number 10. At number 15, we do got quarterback Dwayne Haskins being selected by the Washington Redskins. I thought it was great because, of course, uh, they definitely need a quarterback with 
the Alex, the Alex Smith situation going on. You also got a you also got Josh Johnson there and Mark Sanchez. I don't. I don't trust those guys. Uh, last year, Dwayne finished uh, with a 70% completion percentage. He also had 4,839 yards with 50 touchdowns and also eight interceptions. Now, we know for a fact he's not going to do that in the pros, at least in his first year, uh, but he definitely has good hand size. He also has adequate, actually really good arm strength. Uh, one thing that I was, the only nice that I was hearing about him uh, for a fact was his weight. He's coming in there a little bit overweight. Uh, he had to lose at least 10 pounds before the draft. And on top of that, he might need to get his footwork together. But on top of that, he's a good pocket passer with a tremendous arm. Good pickup by the Redskins. And finally, uh, at the number 20 spot, uh, the Denver Broncos were able to, to select tight end Noah Fant out of Iowa. I thought this was a good pickup right here as well. Last year, Fant had 39 catches, 518 yards. He also had seven touchdowns. Uh, the good thing about Fant is he can also block. And on and on top of that, he's excellent in the open field uh, after he makes uh, well yards at the catch is the, is the term here. Really good at getting yards after the catch. Really good at finding holes and going up the field. He's also an end zone threat as well. Uh, good pick on on all fronts and also on top of that uh, their current quarterback Joe Flacco throughout his history his main target uh, for the most part has been, always been a really good solid tight end so that fits perfectly with what they want to do with him uh, moving on to the picks that I don't like or that I didn't make really any sense to me I'm just gonna start off with the big one the first pick of the draft uh, the Arizona Cardinals here at this spot went with Kyler Murray um, now his numbers were okay of course well actually really good actually 69% completion percentage 42 touchdowns seven interceptions last year in college he also won the Heisman Trophy also made it to the college football playoff where he would lose to the eventual national runner-up being Alabama now uh, the reason why I don't like this pick is because, for first and foremost, they already drafted a run a solid, in my opinion, a solid quarterback last year by the name of Josh Rosen. Of course, he did not have the greatest numbers, but that's because they had a terrible offensive line, which they had they have not addressed at all yet. Uh, hopefully, they'll be able to address some of it in day, uh, day two. Uh, but they did not get that solid uh, talent at the on the defensive end where they sucked at. They also didn't get it on the offensive line uh, standpoint where they suck at. And uh, again, they really don't, they had the quarterback, but I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, I guess they got the quarterback that they want, but in my opinion, they have nothing to go around him. Again, they don't have, they have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Uh, their running back is solid in David Johnson, but again, I'm not even too sure if he's going to be a focal, a, a real focal point in that offense because we're talking about an air raid offense that emphasizes the pass and not even passing to running back. So, uh, again, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see on that one, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like that pick. That was just the, 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 the big name out there going to the worst team out there. They wanted to sell tickets, and again, I don't like it. Uh, moving on, I'm going to go to the second pick in the draft. I know this might have a lot of people scratching their heads, but I'm going to go with the pickup of Nick Bosa out of Ohio State for the 49ers. He's already going into a crowded edge rush uh 
situation in SF. They got Solomon Thomas there. Uh, they got DeForest Buckner there. They also signed D. Ford. I don't know what side they're going to put him on. Who's he going to start over? Is he going to outwork anybody? And on top of that, uh, last year he had 14 tackles, 7 tackles for a loss, and 4 sacks. Now, mind you, I do like the number of sacks that he was able to get. He was limited uh, last year because of injury. Matter of fact, he well, not necessarily he was limited. He just decided not to play because of injury. So, uh, he, gave, he gave us a small sample size. I think he's going a lot a lot of a lot of um, a lot of his hype is because his last name Bosa he already ha he already has a brother um in the league right now doing his thing uh, so he gets a lot of love there but I I I I will warn you I wouldn't have done that look at look at uh JJ Watt's brother TJ Watt is he dominating is he balling that hard no so again I wouldn't have done it uh again small sample size not enough enough to see him on uh I think a lot of the players that eventually had full seasons your Ed Olivers uh eventually the the, the pass rushers at the Raiders eventually drafted uh in McClellan also Josh Allen they have a Far bigger sample size, in my opinion, they were far more productive uh, than what uh, Nick Bosa could bring you. I would have trusted them. I would have, I would have went with Joey uh, Nick Bosa. Excuse me, later on in the draft. I don't think uh, he's one of those. I, I again, we'll have to wait and see. But I don't just don't see him changing the game as much as people are gonna, as much as people are putting out there. And again, how effective he's gonna be? He's already dealing with a crowded uh his position is already crowded in sf so again i would have went with maybe a tight end no not a tight end but a, uh maybe possibly a, a wide receiver here a top wide receiver right here maybe a top corner where they really struggled at i think they were pretty pretty well versed against the run last year so i did not really get that pick up uh there at number two and finally um yeah, that's, that's actually the, the uh, oh, actually, no, no, no. And finally, the pick that I really didn't like was by the New York Giants at number six. They, they went ahead and picked up, um, excuse me, Daniel Jones out of Duke. Uh, again, last year, he finished with 2,624 yards. He had 22 touchdowns and also nine interceptions. Uh, he really did not perform well uh, against uh, his, his uh, conference. He did not win the ACC. Uh, he really didn't. I don't think he had a winning record as well, uh, but the pro scouts obviously liked his height he was 6-5 uh he had good hand size uh but again he barely finished the year with 60 with a 60% completion percentage so i really didn't like that pick there that's a definite reach in my opinion uh i don't like that one as far as my as far as my favorite team goes of course the raiders the raiders uh they made a they made um good on their three selections in my opinion uh, everything started off with uh, Kylan or Kylan Farrell at the number four pick uh, coming out of Clemson. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, uh, well, they reached here, they reached here. Uh, but as far as I'm hearing, uh, he had a little bit better measurables than Josh Allen. He also performed a little bit better, too, up against uh, stiffer competition. And he is a championship caliber uh, defensive uh, end rusher. Uh, he finished last year uh, with 55 tackles. Uh, 20, 20 tackles for loss and also an 11 and a half sack. So that's more than a lot of, uh, at least on a sack level, that's more than a lot of uh, rushers, edge rushers that I've already brought up. 
being your Nick Bosa's. Um, also, Josh Allen was in the mix. He also had more sacks than Devin Bush, who was selected at number 10. So, again, I, I, I think it was, I think a lot of people are going to say it was a stretch. Uh, but, again, they got the guy who they wanted, they were comfortable with. Uh, I like the pick, uh, quite honestly. Uh, like I said, he's... He's highly rated in the Raiders circles. Uh, a little, uh, rated a lot, uh, rated actually over a lot of the guys out there with Josh Allen, so, uh, so on and so forth, Ed Oliver. So I personally, I got to ride with the pick. Uh, I do trust Mike Mayock in terms of drafting. Uh, we had we have a lot of help there. Uh, so um, excuse me, not, not not Mike Mayock, but excuse me, Mel Kiper. Um, so again, I like the pick up there. Uh, we needed an edge rusher to replace Khalil Mack, and we definitely got him. Uh, the number 24 pick, we got Josh Jacobs out of uh, Alabama, the running back. Uh, last year, he had 120 carries for 640 yards. He also had 11 touchdowns. Good numbers from him. Uh, this this he is the highest rated running back uh in the he was the highest rated running back in the draft i definitely like the pick especially with the news that we got uh just the other day with marshawn lynch retiring uh he also had 20 catches last year uh for 247 yards and three touchdowns so he's versatile he can catch the ball uh he can also uh of course you know can catch the ball as well so those are always good factors to have I like, again, I like the pickup. First rated running back. We needed a running back to replace Marshawn, and boom, uh, we got it. And finally, with the number 27 pick, we were able to get a safety out of Mississippi State, and his name is. Uh, Jonathan Abrams. Uh, last year, he finished with 99 tackles, nine tackles for loss. He also finished with four interceptions, actually two interceptions. Uh, I like this pickup as well. Uh, of course, uh, you know some people, you know, have a whole lot to say. Uh, one draft, one draft, uh, one draft recap that I was watching gave this pick a C. Uh, but at the same time, they said he was starting caliber. Uh, so even, even in, even you know where they kind of weren't necessarily officially with the pick. They couldn't really say too many negative things about the player. Uh, they could just say all these picks were, well, at least this pick right here and maybe the Pharaoh pick. They wanted to say these 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 pickups were stretches. But again, these were players that we needed. These were a need. And I think we got adequate talent there. Uh, we also could have went with a corner at the 27th pick, but uh, I think Greedy Williams might still be there at 35. I think that's what they're, they're hoping for, Greedy Williams out of LSU being there at uh, 35. But they still got to get a corner. Uh, solid cornerback uh, as far as they go. Uh, and they would they, they would help them out if they got a tight end as well. Um, but uh, Raiders, in my opinion, I'll give them an A minus. They got their needs met. They got starting caliber with the needs that they met as well. Uh, you can put uh, you can actually uh, put Jonathan Abram. He, he can either start uh, in place of Carl Joseph or he could be deaf for Carl Joseph as well. Uh, he can play in the box. He, he got 99 touch. He got 99 tackles. Excuse me. So we know he can hit. He's a thumper. Uh, I'm not taking away too much from him. Uh, but moving on to my winners and my losers. Uh, my two winners are going to be uh, the uh, sorry the Redskins and the Raiders. I personally like the Redskins draft. They were able to get the quarterback that they needed. Uh, they needed a quarterback most definitely uh, with Alex Smith again with the injury. So they got one of the best out there in my, in my opinion. I think they got the better quarterback at the right value. They did not need to take him with the first round pick. Uh, they did not need to put all those those um, 
those restrictions on him, and they have a good team he can work with, and he's going to play pretty much right away. Uh, my thing will be to over the offseason, maybe add another wide receiver, uh, maybe just add a couple defensive pieces, and I, I think he hits the ground running. Uh, I think he can he can do some, some positive things with them, uh, and actually, they were also able to get near the end of the first round, defensive end uh, Montez Sweat out of, Mich out of Mississippi State, and this is somebody that a lot of people were high on in the beginning however he did have a heart condition which dropped his uh value in the, in the draft uh making him easier for a team like the redskins to go ahead and pick him up i like to pick up here uh he's dominating off the edge uh he's very athletic one of the fastest 40 times in a very long time uh, again hopefully from what i'm hearing about the heart condition is that it's looking like it's non-fatal and he'll be able to make it through and have somewhat of a he'll be able to have a career uh, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, so a good steal by them. Two A plus two A talents in my opinion uh, in the first round, and uh, they may do what they have. Again, uh, I, I like that draft. I like the draft pickup with Dwayne Haskins. I, again, um, you know, he's a, in my opinion, in terms of a pocket passer, he's better in my opinion than Kyler Murray, and they got him for a good value. And they have more. Like again, they have a better offensive line. They have a they, they, in my opinion, they have a more balanced running game, and they also have better receivers than the, than the Cardinals. So I think Dwayne Haskins goes into a better situation uh, than Kyler Murray. Uh, as far as my second team, my Raiders, uh, I did, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be a homer. I again, I just think they, they, they picked up very uh they picked up starting quality talent and positions that they needed it they got the highest rated running back uh they also got a, a highly rated uh defensive end as well of course they're going to say that they they reached but this is somebody that they were already high on they knew the ins and outs of him and if they're saying that he fits their defense i'm going to ride with it and again even with the jonathan abrams pick the very worst grade that i saw him being uh, given was a b minus at the lowest but at the same time all i heard of about uh, him as a player was that he was starting caliber. So with that being said, I thought it was a good draft from them. Again, I'll give them an A minus. Uh, I thought they hit on all cylinders. Uh, they could have actually. I could have given them an A. I'll give them an A minus because they got the safety instead of the uh, the cornerback, the cornerback the, the out there for the uh, for the secondary. So I'll give them I'll give them a, a few points off of that. But for the most part, uh, I liked that pickup for them. And my biggest loser, only really one in my opinion that I could really. Um, look out for and that will be the Giants again I don't know what they were thinking uh getting uh Daniel Jones here at the sixth spot uh he definitely is a second round maybe even a third round talent in my opinion I, again um of course he's gonna have some time I think what they're banking on is they got at least at least maybe one more year out of Eli if they if they if 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 they feel like they can do it, they might even try to push two. I do have Saquon Barkley there. Uh, again, they lost Odell Beckham, so it's not like they really have anybody for uh, him to throw the ball to. So it might be good for him to stay behind Eli Manning, of course. Uh, they're developing that old uh, offensive line. Uh, they're losing some. They, they lost some pieces on defense, so they could have went. Uh, they could have went with a pass rusher. Uh, I I think that's what happened with another one of their first round picks. I think they either went with a, with a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman something like that uh but again they could have went with a receiver uh they could have went uh of course i know they needed a quarterback if they were going to go with a quarterback 
I would have personally for them, that's when I would have went with Kyler Murray. Uh, I, I, I think uh, the, the, the Cardinals did them a disservice, did them a really big disservice by taking Kyler off the board. Um, but also they could have gotten Dwayne Haskins. So they went, instead of going with Dwayne Haskins, they, they went with somebody who barely, who barely threw the ball for 60, who barely completed 60% of his passes. Um, was not a good look on them. It really was not a good look on them, and uh, I think they're they're putting too much eggs in that. They're putting too much eggs, too many eggs in that uh, in that Eli Manning basket. So uh, we'll see, we'll see how it turns out. But I know for a fact that all the all the quarterbacks that were drafted today, he's definitely not gonna be starting day one. He's not day one material, y'all. Uh, so for now, I'm gonna call it a wrap. I will be back tonight, though. I will be back with part three of my immigration series. Uh, tonight, I will be going over uh, pretty much the Mexican-American War, uh, everything that led up to that, and we'll also be going more into about uh, more into Mexican California, uh, and also the California Independence Movement as well. So, a uh, lot to talk about uh, on that level tonight. Uh, but for now, I'm gonna call it a wrap. If anybody hasn't told you yet. Uh, peace out one love i love you uh, if you're looking to get in touch with me i do have the facebook page up and running it is never out of bounds of course if you do want to hit me up via email you can find me on gmail that gmail that is elj butler 75 at gmail.com once again that is elj butler 75 at gmail.com i'm also on instagram at l jamal ajani that is e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i once again that is e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i uh, if you want to take the next step and help me out and uh give a little donation i do have the paypal uh, with the same name i'm also on the cash app as well uh it's gonna be at j butler uh, like i said if anybody hasn't told you yet i love you uh Peace out, one love, and I will be talking to you guys uh, later on tonight. All right.